Thanks so much for tuning in to the Four Stories Podcast, where we will talk about the four most important stories of your life, your relationships, and your career. And here's your host, Chris Watson. Wow, having David on the podcast was incredible. Um, just, just quite frankly, because you know, I worked at ADP. Um, you know, he is director of sales at ADP. There's just some commonalities. Um, you know, we didn't know each other before going into the podcast. Um, you know, we had had a quick phone call. And I just told him, "Hey, this is what I'm doing." He told me a little bit what he was doing, and I said, "We got to get you on." I think what I'm most impressed with is his authenticity and just his humility about it. Like I find so many people that would be in his situation that have the title that he has, is a published author, is doing a podcast, um, has incredible strengths when it comes to helping salespeople because he's been in so many different situations. Uh, You know, he's willing to work seven to seven every day so that he can support people on both coasts, reps on both coasts. There's just a, a humility and authenticity about him that um, I hope resonates through the podcast episode uh, and the time spent with him. Um, I didn't say it on the podcast, but when you hear him say that, and I think it's near the end, but at the end he says that when quarantine's over, when this whole, you know, the whole COVID-19 is over, that he'll probably just go back to doing the sales director stuff and the podcast will end and he'll put out less content. I have to be honest that if I found that the stuff I was doing was resonating with people as much as it is, it would be hard for me to return. But what I appreciate most about that is that he knows himself. He knows um, the story that he's earning for his life. And I appreciate that so much because I think too many people, um, you know, they they're chasing, um, they're chasing impact instead of owning impact. And he's not chasing it; he's owning the impact that he can have uh, in his job, and he's being present to say, "Well, I've got to devote you know time to my family and my, uh, you know, and, and just me as a human." Um, of who I am. So anyways, I hope you really enjoy it. Um, I think he offers some incredible insight uh, into some tactics and stuff of, of people that are in, uh, you know, in quarantine that maybe are a sales rep or just in general in any industry. Um, I took some of that advice and actually implemented it today. Um, so I hope you enjoy the episode. I did. And uh, without further uh, ado, uh, David Weiss. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us today on the Four Stories podcast. Uh, super excited, kind of a uh, kindred uh, spirit, and David Weiss in the house today. Uh, David is a director of sales for ADP. That's Automatic Data Processing, which is a near and dear to my heart. Uh, one of the one of the first sales companies um, that I got to work for, Fortune 500 company. Uh, phenomenal training. Loved the people. Loved the time there. Uh, learn so much. Um, David, I'll let you, you know, share anything else uh, that you want to, to introduce yourself to everybody listening. Yeah, no, thank you, Chris. I um, really appreciate you having me on. A um, couple additional things about me. Uh, grew up in Boston, went to school in New York. Uh, I live in Houston with my wife and my six-year-old. Uh, my passions outside of uh, leading enterprise sales teams are, are coaching people. I, I love focusing on 
the mindset uh, of sellers and, and sales process as well. Um, and yeah, outside of all that, uh, love to cook and, uh, you know, Hey, play golf every now and then. So uh, that's me. Awesome. Well, uh, you're a busy guy. So let's just kick this off right off the bat of we're going through this quarantine. Um, you know, I know you and I've had some, some former conversations of not only are you directing salespeople, but you're coaching salespeople and you're working on their mindset and you're working on the process. But I want to talk about you specifically off the bat. Just kind of tell me, like, what's your story during quarantine? How, how are you feeling? You know, what are you, what are you going through? What is, you know, what, what, what's really going on in your world there in Houston? Yeah, man. I mean, look, this is, this is really tough for everybody. Um, and, and there was definitely some, uh, some big shifts for me, like, you know, professionally, uh, my team typically sells close to a million bucks a month. And, you know, last month we sold 300 grand and, and, you know, the next two months are, are not looking the best. And so there's been some kind of uh, professional heartache there. And, you know, I just feel for my team because they're, you know, the ones impacted by this and that impacts their families and, you know, their, their earnings and, and things along those lines. And as I thought about that, you know, I, I measure a lot of my success and a lot of my personal self-worth through the success of my job. And when that started to get disrupted, I started to, you know, really think about, you know, who am I and, and how can I maintain uh, happiness uh, during some of these times? And that's where I really started to, you know, lean much more into the sales community. Um, now that I had more time, offer myself up to, you know, coach anyone, talk to anybody that needed help, uh, you know, do more podcasts, write more LinkedIn articles, you know, just just give back to the sales community. And man, it, it the response has been incredible. Like, people taking me up on it, people responding and, and saying nice things, people just wanting to hop on the phone and, and share stories like we're doing. And, and that has lifted me up more so than, than anything else I, I've really ever experienced. So uh, I'm happy to say, you know, because I, I chose to lean into it uh, and embrace the, the, the suck that, <laughs> that is life right now, mm -hmm. um, you know, things have actually been um, really good and, and I'm feeling really good about it. So uh, tell me, tell me how that process went because I mean, you're speaking my language, but I, I guess what I would ask is tell me how the process went in your mind of like a little bit of an identity crisis yep. to then, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to lean into my sphere. And not only that, I'm going to go the next step and I'm going to give more of myself. So tell me like, how did that conversation go in your head? Like what, what was going on with, with kind of, so to speak, the story that you started to maybe fight yourself on or, or, or coach yourself through? Yeah. I mean, I'm one of those people that uh, believes in action and just frankly doing stuff. <laughs> so, um, you know, I started feeling this way. So I, I wrote a LinkedIn article about, you know, how I was feeling and, and tips for people to work from home. And mm -hmm. it got great response. People were like, hey, can, can you talk to me more about working from home? You've been working from home for a long time. And I'm like, sure. And so I started talking to people about that. And I'm like, well, here's another thing that just popped in my brain. Let me write on that. And so I did. And then people were like, can we talk about that? I'm like, okay. And so I just you know, started writing the things that I was thinking or seeing, or, you know, people were asking me questions about, and it, it kind of just started to build its own momentum. Um, and, and that's how, man. So it was like, I just made the choice to just, you know, put pen to paper one day and just start, you know, writing and, and the rest kind of followed. It was, it was really cool. Yeah. I almost, I almost feel like that, you know, you had said, you know, my identity was kind of, you measured your success through work yep. and it's almost like the shift in that was, that some of these things that you probably do innately do well innately working from home and these tips, you're like, wow, this is a way I can be valuable 
and maybe your identity almost shifted into this coaching mindset and coaching and helping salespeople doing things that you probably just regularly do. And I think that's the incredible piece of, and I, and I like that your motto is the Nike, Nike, just do it. Yep. You know, maybe Nike wants to sponsor this podcast at some point, but, <laughs> um, but the idea of I'm going to take action. And then at that point, then I'm going to see, you know, what's the response of the community? What's the response of the environment? So, so tell me this, cause I, I'm interested to know, <laughs> What was the response from maybe the, the maybe the person that you know didn't know you reached out? Hey, can you help me out? But what was the response from some of your colleagues? What was the response from you know some of your your closest? I call them the strategic sphere is what I what I coined them. But the people that were in your world, maybe you know your wife is part of that. Yeah. Your your best friends are part of that. Your colleagues. Tell me what, what's been their response during you know the quarantine and some of the actions you're taking. Yeah, man, it's been it's been unbelievably supportive. So like. I manage a team of people. So my team started commenting and then uh, I'm a peer with uh, quite a few uh, leaders within our business. And they actually picked up some of the articles that I was writing and, and LinkedIn posts that I was uh, throwing out there and actually started circulating them among our business. And um, I actually got mentioned on a, on a national call with like a couple hundred people on it uh, around like tips from working from home. It, it was just, man, it was really That's cool. Awesome. Like, it felt really good. Um, and then my wife started seeing what I was doing and, and my wife's a, a therapist, um, PhD psychologist here in Houston, runs her own private practice, and uh, she focuses on stress and anxiety. So she started seeing some of the things I was talking about, and it was like, "Hey, um, I love what you're doing. You didn't even really, you know, talk to me about it, but can we work on stuff together?" And I'm like, "Sure, honey. Let's grab, let's grab some a bottle of wine, and let's, you know, do a podcast." So we started this podcast called Psych and Sales, and um, we just did one on motivation and we've done one on working from home and dealing with loneliness and things like that, man. And, you know, it's just her and I completely unedited. We post it right after we're done. Um, and it's just us like having some wine and just, you know, like a coffee shop, just talking through stuff. Um, it, it's been a lot of fun. Okay. So I've got to ask the the question everyone else is thinking the million dollar question. So why didn't you do all this before? Why did it take yeah. COVID-19 and quarantine and a million to $300,000 a month to almost push you or, or so to speak, you know, um, maybe push the wrong word, but drag you yeah. into having to do these things. You know, what, what goes on in your mind for that? Yeah. I, and I almost feel a little guilty, man. Like I, I like that. There's like a, a part of me. It's like, shit, excuse my language. I wish I've been doing this all along. Cause I really feel good about it. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But I work 60 hours a week. Um, I manage, you know, nine enterprise sellers. I, I cover two coasts. Uh, so I, I cover the central U.S. as well as the east and west coast. So my typical day is working, you know, 7 a.m. to support my my associates that start work at 8 because uh, I'm in central time. And, you know, working till 7 p.m. to, you know, uh, support my associates that work till 5 p.m. Pacific. Um, so it's just, you know, when you work close to 60 hours a week and then have a six-year-old at home, um, as soon as I'm done working, I pour myself into my family um, because they deserve it and they're amazing and I love them. Um, so between all of that, man, it's just I don't want to use time as the excuse because I probably could have made time, but I just didn't. I just didn't think about it. I was just you know busy with the with the grind, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I one of the best things I ever heard, and I don't remember who said it, but someone. Uh, so I've got a I've got an almost four year old um, at home, and I thought it was really poignant when they said the currency for a young kid is time. It's not money. It's not toys. It's not things. And so I, I completely get it. And I empathize with that. I'm, I'm now wondering, um, I'll get to that question. Let me, let me, let me move on a little bit. So tell me, you know, in, in everybody's life, there's a lot of noise, you know, there, there's noise from 
uh, social media. There's noise, you know, you, to your point, there's noise from podcasts. There's noise from, from books. There's, there's noise from politicians. There, there's a lot of noise out there. And, and I like to always talk about how do you tune into the right noise and mm-hmm. almost stay outside of the negative noise. So talk to me a little bit about that journey or, or maybe just how it strikes you or your thoughts on that. Yeah, man, that's spot on. I mean, if you read the news, everybody's got an agenda. Um, there's lots of fear mongering going on there. So, you know, I of course listen to the news, but it's, I, I try and digest facts and, and, you know, stay out of politics. Um, you know, I, politics are, are big for me to just like not focus on. That's, that's just, I get frustrated when I do. So I, I try and tune out that uh, where I can. Um, and then I try and lean into the people that um, are, are authentic and, you know, share love and a lot of caring. So like Dale Dupree is, is a guy that, you know, I'm friends with that. Uh, and I know you are too. And, and mm-hmm. you know, shout out, shout out, man. I mean, I, I, I love the guy that he's, he's authentic and, and pours himself and would give the shirt off his back to anybody that needed it. So people that exemplify those types of characteristics, um, I lean into them and I lean into the people that, you know, that are sharing things that I'm like, man, this is, this is just real and this is good. And they're being human and, and they're giving good advice. It's not a, it's not a talking head that probably hasn't done what they're saying you should do um, in, in 20 years. It's, it's people in the trenches, you know, living at a Bilal is a, is another one that, you know, just cares about the humanity of salespeople and, and how to help people go through tough times. And it's just like, I, I just love leaning into the people that are doing that and, and the people that are not, I mean, I just, I just try and, you know, purposefully distance from them. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're super intentional about what noise you're taking in. And, and I mean, with the life that you have of the two coasts and the seven to seven and yep. the, the six year old and the 60 hours. And now you got the podcast, which it's, it, you know, I'll save my question on, on what's going to come. But, you know, the I, I like I always like to ask this question. So the, you know, kind of the, the whole four stories mantra, the last story, um, it's not last, but it's it's last of the formula is this. What story are we telling? <laughs> so. I want you to kind of think about you're on quarantine. Tell me, you know, what, what are people seeing? What story do you feel like you're telling? And, and the thing is, is that our story is being told from our intentions, but sometimes, you know, perceptions, reality, sometimes, you know, the way your wife sees you telling your story and your six year old sees you telling your story and, and ADP sees you telling your story and the people you're working with see you tell you, just kind of give me an idea of like, this is my intention and this is how I want my story uh, to be seen as the way I'm trying to tell it. Yeah, man. And I, and I don't like, I, I often don't like to take a, a black and white view on things, but I, I'm, I'm taking sure. a black and white view on, on quarantine. I, I believe you can either, you know, come out of this quarantine um, weaker or you can come out of this quarantine stronger. And weaker to me looks like, you know, hey, I watched, you know, uh, Tiger King for the entire quarantine and I, <laughs> I binge watched on Netflix all day, every day. Um, and I got angry at my kid because I was stressed at the world. And therefore, you know, I took out some of that fear and anxiety and doubt and stress on my wife and on my family and, you know, on my friends. And, you know, I perpetuated fear and hate and, and, you know, disruption and, you know, trolled social media to poke fun at, at people or, or say that, you know, people should go out and interact and it's not that bad. And it's like, you know, the, those are all things that to me, you know, w- would lead to a, a failure of, of this opportunity. Um, so what I'm trying to, you know, focus on is, is the light. And that to me is, 
you know, what books can I read on, on topics that have really interest me like leadership? Like I've got, you know, John Maxwell's 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership next to me. Um, and I've got another book next to me called Super Thinking. Um, and then, you know, The Power of Moments, like those are all books I'm reading mm -hmm. right now to, to make sure that I'm, you know, I'm leading the right way, putting the best in, you know, being a wartime leader and a rock for my, uh, for my team and for the people out there, you know, doing more, you know, podcasts, doing more uh, around mental health, um, throwing things up on LinkedIn around, you know, my, my family's personal journey. Like we did one where like, dude, no, no joke. My wife spilled a gallon of milk and cried over it. And I felt so bad for mm -hmm. so I, I wrote yeah. a post on it and it got, it got yeah. amazing engagement. So it's like the story that I'm telling right now is that, you know, we will come out of this thing stronger, but you need to be intentional. You need to be purposeful. You need to find motivation, you know, for the things you want to do and do those things. Um, because we do have time right now. There is a chance to build community. There is a chance to get stronger, but you got to choose to do it. Um, and it's your choice. Yeah, that's what I love. So, so uh, power of moments, Dan and Chip Heath, yep. right? Yeah, that, that's the one you're talking about. Yeah, that's right? exactly right. Yeah, so... What I absolutely love, and this is something I, I chat about a lot, is, is that the way defining moments are, are, cre are created, not that they just happen because that happens sometimes too, but the way they're created is by intentionally uh, finding ways to break the script. Yep. And I think that's what quarantine, COVID, that's what it's done is it's broke the script of our life. So we have an opportunity either – to have this defining moment be something we look back on in, 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 in a year, in two years, in five years, in 10 years, and say, that's where it all got started. That's where I knew what I wanted to do. Or that's where, you know, that, that is what changed my legacy, so to speak. Uh, or, to your point, man, I squandered that. Uh, I squandered that time. I Yeah, it was awesome going back through all, you know, 10 seasons of Seinfeld or, or whatever it is, right? But I, 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 I agree 100%. I, I um what I'm really excited about is, is that for the sake of how much time we put into this, I want to give you an opportunity to kind of talk through, and I know this is off the cuff, but just kind of talk through some of those things that if you have a sales rep out there, that maybe they're struggling with, uh, you know, with things like um, there's a lot of distractions at home and they don't know how to kind of feed their focus. Um, maybe give them some, some tactics, some like how at home do I say sane? How do I, you know, not let work, you know, almost invade my home so much that I, I don't take time for rest or, uh, you know, or maybe I have so many distractions. I'm not, I'm not doing well in my work. I'm not able to execute and stay focused. Give us some of those, some of those tactics and great things that I think a lot of people out there, whether they're in sales or they're in leadership can, can take those and say, man, David's killing it. I love it. I, I, this is really helping. Yeah. Me. So, uh, the, the biggest thing here for me has always been, um, manage my manage my day uh down to individual blocks so we all have calendars right you know so think about i used to have this commute and this commute uh started at you know 7 a.m and i got to work at at, at 8 a.m so now are you getting to work at 8 a.m or are you still waking up at 6 30 getting ready so you have a, a resemblance of normalcy and then that hour time that you used to spend commuting are you spending time with your family are you having breakfast with your kids? Um, are you reading a book? Are you doing something for personal development? Are you writing a blog post? Are you meditating? Are you doing something to get your mind right for the day? Then once your day starts, start your day at the same time. Don't, don't sleep in, you know, don't watch TV during these times. Like stay focused, block each segment of your day. So like, if you looked at my calendar right now, it, it is fully blocked all day, every day. 
because it will say things on there like eat breakfast. It'll say things on there like, you know, call this, these members of my team and, and talk about these things. Um, when I was in sales, it would say things like prospect. It would say, you know, follow up. It would say, you know, so on and so forth, build this presentation, work on this thing. And then it would say eat lunch. And then it would say, take a break to meditate. And then it would say, take a break to, to go for a walk. Um, it would, it would then, you know, end at five o'clock, six o'clock, whatever, seven o'clock, whatever that time was for me. And, and that's once my day ended and I blocked off, you know, day ending, my day ended. So think about that when you typically leave the office for your commute home, that's when your day ends. And you know what? That's when you then pour into your family and pour into your work and meditate or do all those other things. And, and literally your, your day is just blocked for yourself. So every day, every minute, every hour you wake up and you just know these are the things I'm going to do right now. And then you treat those things and honor that time just like they were client meetings and you had to stay focused. You stay focused. Block time to respond to emails. Block time for everything. Your calendar should be fully booked all day. But it's not just work. It's it's food and it's relaxation and it's decompression and it's family and it's ending and beginning and it's all of that. And then you're purposeful with your day and you plan it out accordingly. And then you just go execute on it. And that's where the balance lies. Yeah. I, li- I like that. I think that's, that's incredible. I, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to capture that. I'm going to take that into my own stuff. I think what I struggle with right now is probably some others do is I, I struggle with, balancing, you know, the, t- I, I would be great if I could work from home, but not have the distraction of a four-year-old <laughs> that needs something new every four minutes, you know, developmentally. Yeah. And I think that's, what's been difficult for me is I block it on my calendar, then get interrupted, then get a kid looking me at the face with that, the puppy dog eyes saying, dad, can you come play Legos with me? And I think that for me has been the difficult thing because, uh, you know, just ultra vulnerability here is that I am great about being present where my feet are. So if I'm at work, I'm grinding, I'm working, I'm meditating, I'm doing my job, I'm, I'm in it, and, I, and I'm there, and I'm not, I'm not being distracted by other things, right? But when work invaded my home, and normally home is the place that home things happen, right, where when I'm going to dive back into work maybe at home, it's after everyone's gone to sleep. It's after I can't help be intentional in those relationships right then because everyone's sleeping. So it's kind of a weird, you know, dynamic for me. And what I'm hearing from you, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that I almost should create blocks in my own schedule that say, go play Legos with, with Carmichael or go work on writing with Carmichael, uh, which would then allow me to be on a schedule, him to be on a schedule, maybe build some positive habits of the new normal. Am Heck yeah, man. Right? And I'll, I'll give you an example. And, and it, it's not just on you. Like, so when this all went down the first week I went down, um, my wife and I, we like, it's almost like our schedules collided in the exact same fashion. We had, we had all the time exactly aligned. So what, what that meant is like, she had calls when I had calls and she was working. And then my son was uh, yeah. running around the house like a freaking madman. So what we, so what we did <laughs> was we, we collaborated the following week. We sat down on, on Sunday and we said, okay, what's your schedule look like, honey? And what's your schedule look like, honey? Okay, here's my schedule. Here's your schedule. Then we blocked alternating times for she's going to do something. I'm going to do something. These are time with our family. And then you know what we did? We reviewed them with our son, Ian. We pulled him in and we said, hey, man. like, And, and I don't – four-year-old man, that's borderline. I, I remember um, right, 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 six can right. kind of get it where I'm like, hey, for the next 30 minutes, you need to leave me alone. This is what I'm doing. But this 30 minutes, 
I'm going to do yeah. this with you. And then I'm going to be busy for a couple hours. We're going to set you up for with your iPad to do schoolwork or the TV to watch YouTube school lessons. And then I'm going to be back with you for this time and this time to work on, to play or work on something with you or do whatever. And we were just very transparent with him, even at a young age. And, and he got it, man. He was like, okay. And like right now he awesome. knows we're on a call. He's not in here bugging me for hot Cheetos. Right, right. But in 30 <laughs> right. minutes or excuse me, in 10 minutes, I'm going to go do something with him. And he knows that. So it's just, it's, it's collaboration at it's, uh, you know, that, and, and making sure you're sharing with everybody involved, you know, what you need and what they need and working together to accomplish it. All right. So the, so the big question is what happens when, when we return to some semblance of what yester, you know, what, what, what yesteryear looked like, what, what normal looked like before I'd like to get your, your thoughts, because I think that is all part of this, where you kind of been, a, you know, I'm going to say it's an awakening, a great awakening of David Weiss, where he's got the podcast and he's writing more. Well, you know, you're going to you're going to get back to to the other world that it was difficult to do those things. So I want to know for any sales rep, for you, for another leader, for whatever that looks like, is it we're capturing this moment and doing the most we can. And I'm not worried about what it's going to look like in four months. Is it, Hey, I think when we return, it's going to have to look different. And here's what I'm planning for. Give me an idea of how's this going to affect, you know, the future story of what, how everything's going to play out. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say it, but I think things for me are going to return to normal. Um, uh, the, the old normal. And the reason why I say that my son's going to go back to school, freaking hopefully, um, after, 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 after summer break, he needs, he needs structure and he needs, uh, he's an only child, man. He, he needs other kids around. Okay. It's, it's freaking healthy. Yep. So he, uh, he needs that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when, and then for me, when I'm working, I'm hundred percent committed to the company that's paying me lots of money and a base salary and well as commissions to do a job. So I'm going to go do that job. And if that job requires 60 hours a week, so be it. But you know what, what I think I'm, I am going to take away though, is being more intentional with my after hours time. And that means blocking time to still do these happy hours that over zoom calls that I'm doing. Um, Cause I love that. And the sense of community that's being built there is incredible. I'm going to block time um, to read more and write more and um, maybe even block time to specifically spend with, with my son on very specific activities and, and be more intentional about my after hours and my weekends than I have been. But I hate to say that my days will likely return to some resemblance of, of normal. But don't you agree? And I think this is probably where we'll, we'll kind of wrap things up, but I, don't you agree that when you make an intentional effort to impact the life stories of others, it almost holds you accountable to intentionally earning your life story. Absolutely, man. When, when, when you pour into others and you don't ask anything in return, you, to me, you're, you're, you're building your own legacy and you're impacting the world and you're doing it for the right reasons. Um, and, and I do hope to take more of that away from this and, and continue it. It's, I, I, it's, it's a hope. It's a, it's a, it's going to be a try. I, I just also know myself and how obsessed I can sometimes get with work. And um, I'm, I need to balance it, man. It will be a challenge, but it's, it's one I'm up for. Well, Hey man, I really appreciate you hopping in um, and, and sharing with us and, and, and the vulnerability and the tactics and, you know, whoever out there is listening, 
Um, you know, David just said he's a phone call away. He's a DM away. He's a message away. Hey, tell us how we can, how they can find you or how they can go read that blog post. Tell us about your podcast and where they can go listen to that. Um, give you some time to kind of plug your, your stuffs to, to help oh, cool, others. Dude. Thanks, man. Um, so, uh, LinkedIn, like I live on LinkedIn, like that's the easiest, best way to find me for like all things. Um, so, you know, uh, David Weiss at ADP right on LinkedIn. You can find me there. Um, I also wrote a book called Your Definitive Sales Career Guide with my co-author, Andy Rasick, one of my best friends. So you can check that out on um, on Amazon. It's right there. Uh, we sell it at our cost. So, I mean, it's not like we're trying to make money. We're just, again, trying to help people. Um, anybody that does reach out to me, I will respond to. I promise you that. Um, Dr. Aaron uh, Weiss is my wife. Um, uh, the podcast is Psych and Sales. I throw links up on LinkedIn. Um, and you can also find it on Podbean. Um, so yeah, man, I, I do appreciate that. And like I've said, I, I don't ask for, for anything in return. Like if you need help, I'm here to help you. Well, man, thanks so much for sharing with us your, your quarantine story. It's incredible. Um, and thank you for, for taking the approach of leaning into it, man, and helping others lean into it because I know there's a lot of people that, you know, they're, they're struggling with this time and they don't know. Uh, how it's going to affect their lives. So thanks. Thanks for joining, man. Um, I'll give you the very last word. Anything uh, Chris, you want to say. I love what you're doing, man. Thank you for trying to help people. And I just really appreciate you having me on. So thank you. Thanks so much for joining us on the Four Stories podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was insightful. I hope it was impactful. And I look forward to an opportunity when we can connect. You can find me on social media at the Four Stories. Or you can send me an email at fourstories at dchriswatson.com. I'd love to have you on the show. Love to connect with you. Love to work with you or your organization. Talk to you soon. Peace.